on this episode of In The Rack Podcast. I want to hire really good people and then let them do them because why do I want to go in and kind of micromanage it? Like I've got Robin who's Pilates based and a former ballerina. You're going to feel that in her class. I've got a a doctor in physical therapy (laughs) and she's a hot ticket. What you got? In the Rack Podcast, where we provide you with a practical framework for breaking PRs in all facets of health and wellness. We are just a couple of bros giving you the simple house in a world of complex wants. No filters, no scripts, no rules, just straight talk. Talk to them. Now, let's get into the rack with your hosts, Dr. Chad and Dr. Nick. All right, everyone. Welcome to episode eight of In the Rack Podcast. I am your host, Chad. With me is my co-host and fellow physical therapist, Nick. And we also have a special guest with us today. This special guest is Megan Kinsey. Uh, For all of you that don't know Megan Kinsey, she is the owner, lead instructor, and nutrition coach at her studio in uh, Amesbury, Massachusetts. It's called Motivate. And um she is an amazing woman. She is also a very big ball of energy, kind of like I talked about in the last episode. So we're going to have a lot of good laughs today. Um, and we're just excited just to s- learn more about Megan, learn more about her journey, and kind of see if we can learn more from each other from this whole conversation. So it's it's going to get uh, it's going to get interesting. So why don't you introduce yourself, Megan? Give us a little in- introduction about yourself there. You guys are Two of my favorite people, as you well know. I uh, pretend I have injuries every so often to come in. And- <laughs> <laughs> um, so hi, everyone. I am Megan Kinsey. I'm going to start talking like this. It sounds really cool in my ears. <laughs> um, all right, so where do I start? Um, I always start with the family, probably because if I consider how I prioritize my life, my family is first, so... Um, relative to my family, I am wife of Brent Kinsey. Oh, gosh, we just hit 21 years. Ooh. I know, right? Nice. Wedded bliss. Um, wow. Love is a verb, people. You got to wake up every day and decide. <laughs> um, what else? Let's see. I'm a mother to three fantastic teenage sons, and I can't believe they're all teenagers now. Uh, the eldest, Christian, who is off to college in less than two weeks. So if you start going off and discuss that, if you hear me cry, <laughs> you know why. It's really going to be hard for me. Uh, my middle guy is Gabriel. He's a rising senior at Newburyport High School. And then I have Asher. He takes up the uh, the back end at going to be, gosh, a freshman at the high school, too. And uh, what else? Um, I live in Newburyport. My studio is in Amesbury, formerly in Newburyport, um, but we do outside classes in Newburyport still. And uh, yeah, I'm just a happy, go lucky kind of girl. Oh yes, you are. Yes, you are. So, what's what's the? So I was actually just at your um, your son Christian's graduation party, and we were talking about how we first met. Um, I don't remember how you first met Nick and Alicia, but I remember. We when we first met, the conversation got off to a uh, a pretty interesting start, and I was like, "Oh, this is how this is going to go." Okay, so <laughs> I got to learn all about Megan in about fifteen seconds. So it <laughs> it was great. It was great for everybody. But um, so no, we have a lot of fun. And so why don't you kind of just talk about what like got you into like what got you into fitness and and all that? Like what was was that that driving force for you? 
And what you're talking about, I call that WYSIWYG. Okay. Do you remember? Uh, nope. You gotta remember. Nope. I'm older than these two guys. It's something to do with computers, and you would kind of create something, and it was called what you see is what you get. I don't know, it's kind of computer term. And that's kind of how I roll in life. Like, you're going to know about me pretty pretty quickly, for better or for worse. This is true. This Some is people true. run the other way. Um, hopefully not too many. Yeah. Um, all right. So, yeah, I've always been very physical, active, ants in my pants. Probably got an average of a D often in conduct in my Catholic high school because <laughs> <laughs> I was always moving. I could very well be undiagnosed ADD. We have no idea yet. No, um, you definitely have ADD for sure. <laughs> and I'm not a doctor. <laughs> or this is really how people are supposed to be and, and you're just the normal one. Everyone else is just really tired. You know? that, that, Nick. Could, that could be it. Oh, oh, Nick, of course. Be, you're so, oh, Alicia's a lucky girl. She is a lucky girl. Lucky girl. Um, my wife even says that. <laughs> oh man so yeah so i'm the oldest of four girls which is kind of fun to have three sons now and um uh, very physical moving all the time um got into athletics right away and whatever i could possibly do you know swim team soccer or softball whatever that was offered in in the hometown i got more i would say dedicated to my athletic pursuits in high school uh i ran cross country and track and um without even realizing it was that was pretty much like right at my alley. We did really well. I'm a New Jersey girl, which probably also plays into the fact that I talk fast and talk maybe a little too dirty. strong sometimes. <laughs> What'd you say? Definitely. <laughs> did, you say, did you say dirty? Nope. He did say, say that. He did say that. All right, we have it was a mic malfunction. Right, right. We have <laughs> His mic is dirty. My, that's what I meant. I was just cleaning it. Uh, yeah, I have a very broad sense of humor. Um, <laughs> So anyway, yeah, so I ran cross country and we did really well. We have we had a bunch of state championships in my, my Catholic high school. Uh, I made what's called all South Jersey for three years, sophomore, junior, and senior year, which means the top 10 runners in the South, South Jersey. Um, and uh, yeah, I was into it. And I just love my parents were into me being athletic. And I mean, even my jobs are like lawn mowing. I just cut people's lawns and paper roots. I guess, you know, not stereotypical um, for, I guess, a young gal. Um but I kind of like that, you know, yeah. swimming upstream. So, yeah, so I was very, in that regard, when I got done all of that from high school, I went into college doing it, and I got a lot of um, this injury that was such a pain in the butt, and it was just, I didn't have you guys in my life, and it was so tedious, and just like this was going down this path that was just all about fixing it, and I was like, this is, I'm done. So I stopped. Um, after that, I just bummed around doing different stuff. With every birth of each kid, I probably got more into health and wellness when I decided I was going to be a mom, which I already knew was going to be. But there was something about, preparing my body to be a vessel that really just rung true with me. So I started paying attention more to health, to wellness in general, to exercise, and then bringing my body back each time. I took on a different pursuit each time. I think the first time was body pump. Yep. Second time was spinning. I would get very, you know, into one kind of exercise modality for whatever reason after each kid. The third one is when I found Bar, which is, he's now 14. And that was just like, I was hooked. I mean, I felt places in my body I didn't even know I had the posture. I mean, I breastfed for five plus years in a row. So I felt like my normal posture was rounded, you know, and sure. I built that standing up felt like work. Um, and the, the components of bar were so postural that it just, I was stuck and I've never left it. So that's kind of how I segued into teaching because I was taking classes and the instructor was like, oh, you're actually pretty decent at this. You want to become an instructor? She just opened the studio and she was solo. Um, she was just training like one or two others. It's like, what? And at the same time, I was becoming a childbirth instructor. I really got into birth. 
Yeah. Yeah. Birthing three boys all natural with kind of almost seeing that as an athletic pursuit, a big mind, body, spirit one. I mean, I remember being birthing Christian 19 years ago. And at the end, I'm like, we are freaking awesome. This body is freaking stellar. Yeah. I couldn't get over it. And my husband was like right there with it. Like he was, we were both trained in what's called the Bradley method. So he became my, my coach. And that's what I became certified to do is teach Bradley method. Oh, cool. And and it was just the human body is stunning. It's, it is pretty amazing Mm. for sure. Mm. So, I mean, that's a, that's pretty wild. I didn't know that actually about you. See, see what happens. I love this. That's that's really cool too that you you talk about an athletic approach to the whole, you know, both pregnancy as well as the childbirth experience because I feel like most people, especially in the US, we just look at that as very passive. Mm-mm. Obviously there's the the when you are giving birth, that's that's in a very active situation, but I feel like the nine months leading up to that, it's everyone thinks of it as just being passive. It, it, yeah, yes, it's it's there's unpleasantries, but People don't think of it as being active. That's that's really cool that you have that perspective mm. um, on that. I think it helped with the whole process. The growth mindset to getting pregnant and growing a baby. I mean, talk about, I know you're a pretty decent bodybuilder uh, <laughs> and neck, but I was the ultimate bodybuilder. Oh, for sure. I couldn't birth kids. I'm not that strong. No way. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's good stuff. And then on to bar, we've never, we've never left bar since. Chad and I are just a facade. We're we're all on the outside, the external. So we're not actually that strong on the inside. That's so true. We look strong, but we're really not. That's 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 our that's our mo for sure. All right. So when did you open Motivate? Oh, 2015. Okay, so 2015, you opened it as a bar studio with some cardio. I I knew. I knew that, you know, just like balancing your plate in regards to food choices, you need to balance your body and. It is, you can get your heart rate up pretty nicely in bar, but not as much as you can, obviously, with a, you know, with a cardio modality. So, yes, bar and cardio, then move some cycle into it. Uh, then a little bit of strength, but being in the studio in Newburyport was really hard. You didn't have the room for it. Uh, I always knew I wanted to grow into a bigger space. COVID kind of forced the issue. Um, so, we took on a significantly bigger space in Amesbury and then was, was able to build more of a, a strength and Metcon um, class offering in addition to cardio and the bar and then nutrition really took off as well nice so very comprehensive approach over there um when was that like a one day it kind of clicked that you wanted to make this this comprehensive culture of of health and wellness or was it very gradual progression over time i would probably say in my heart of hearts i knew where i wanted to eventually go okay I just knew I needed to do it, you know, in a way that made sense to, you know, get certified and train myself accordingly. Um, the, the the health and nutrition components really came in because in the, when you're teaching, you know, I'm a teacher by trade. That's my master's is actually in education. Um, when I moved up from the South Jersey, Philadelphia area, I was just finishing my, my grad degree and I became a, a classroom teacher in Chelsea, Massachusetts. Um, so you really hone in on those skills of like, you know, when you're teaching people, it's not just like, hey, I'm up here doing something. You're going to follow me. It's There's a lot of, you know, I'm going to make sure I'm cueing visually and auditorially and bodily kinesthetically. And I'm going to be, and then I'm also just kind of narrating at times, like, why are we doing what we're doing? And then how do you support what we're doing here with habits outside of here so that you're not just like, a lot of people make, you know, there's that phrase, that cliche that you can't out-exercise your fork. 
You know, yeah. it's so true. And I wanted to make sure I was supporting my clients that way. And then I was realizing I was talking kind of essentially out of my scope of practice in a sense. I'm like, well, let's go fix that. Yeah. I think I called you guys and said, which one are you doing? <laughs> I think so. That's true. That was precision nutrition. That's right. That's right. Guess what the irony is? Guess what I just finished today? I just finished my last checkbox to um, certified as um, Institute for Integrative Nutrition. Oh, now, cool. Nice. Which is broadens it even further. I'm more, I would call myself more of a health coach than a nutritionist. For sure. Yeah. I, I mean, I think that's kind of like the wave anyways. I mean, I, I think just focusing on one thing, you're really not giving everybody what they need, right? I mean, it's kind of like providing them with a disservice because there's so much that goes along with nutrition. It's just not nutrition. You know, mm-hmm. I think health coach is definitely the the way for sure. Yeah. Yeah. What's on people's plates is often a, a result of everything else going on in their life. Totally. Or, or not going on in their life. So in that regard, what's one big, th- aside from the exercise, you've kind of nailed down the exercise piece and the nutrition piece. What's one big area you focus on outside of those two realms with your clients? What would you say? In, in the broader sense of health? Um, it, it could either be something very specific or, or broad, but outside of specific to their nutrition and, and dietary intake and their physical activity levels. All right. Um, I, funny, someone actually was uh, asking like, you know, what do you want you do as a health coach? And out of nowhere, out of my mouth came and I actually put this on Instagram, like, cause I thought, you know, everyone deserves to kind of hear it this way. It's like, I'm a self-love coach. <laughs> that kind of sounds weird, but, <laughs> but I mean, it's just, you, well, first of this all. This is nutrition coaching? Yeah. 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 Nice. Like, really. It's, I love it. It's, um, you get this, there's a relationship that's being built, especially with the one-to-one. Um, I am building a group coaching program too. Yeah. I was going to say, I didn't know if you were doing something in, on top of that. Yeah. It, I think it, it makes it more accessible for people, um, you know, cost-wise alone oh, for sure. as in a group, but there's also the accountability piece. And there's also just, as other people talk, you're going to learn and glean something from them that I might not be able to bring to the table. So it offers people yet another opportunity. Um, but when you're doing one-on-one coaching, I am listening and listening and listening. And when people head to their practitioners, that's not necessarily the case. Maybe a therapist is probably the closest to it. Sure. And people really do know deep down what they need to do. They're, and if maybe it's not, it's maybe it's in their subconscious, but once you start kind of recognizing, all right, like what is this really about? Where, where, what's the big overarching goal? And make it bigger than just weight loss. Weight loss is a big goal. Don't get me wrong. And I love to be able to support that. But sometimes there's other stuff that comes along. I, I joke that um, one minute we're talking about um, butter and the next minute we're talking about boundaries. Sure. But it really does go off into tangents. And then from there, we, we maybe there's another goal that's laid out. And then we break that down into action items, workable action items. And then we timeline it. And then on the accountability partner, if there's roadblocks that we discover in the way, let's figure out how to get up and around those. But it's us together, which is really nice. It's, I'm, I cry all the time with my clients because it's like an emotional of journey. Yeah. Yeah. And they probably feel it too. I'm sure. I, I'm an empath, I suppose. So, you know, there's moments where I'm like, I get done in a session. I'm like, all right, I got to like clean myself off energetically in a way. Cause I'm like, I gotta be present for the next person. Um, but it's good. It's, I love, I love helping people. And then when they get to their, where, yeah, the weight loss maybe happened, but they found out that they became a better parent or I love it when the husbands start losing weight with them. For sure. And that, that makes a huge difference when, you know, your spouse or whatever can your, your significant other can be a part of that. 
you're holding each other accountable. Yeah. And then you yeah. have family benefits. Yep. And then they get more energy for work and, you know, play, improve sex life. Yeah. Oh, yep. And the kids get pissed because they have to eat healthy too. I get it. <laughs> this is health coach. I don't like her. My goldfish are gone. Fire her. Get her out of here. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we kind of bounce back into the bar thing. And I know you and I have talked about this many times, but is there a difference between, because I know a lot of the people that are listening might not know what bar is. So is there a difference between like traditional bar and like bar that you would see at Motivate? Mm. Okay. I know that's that could be a long question, but I, I'll, I'll try to make it because yeah. people are like, well, whatever. Yeah, Let, yeah. Let's right. give you the exercise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so bar, gosh, it's been around. Its roots are in this woman named Lottie Burke. Um, I won't give you the whole history, but it's kind of, it was almost created for her purposes to get better. She was injured and she kind of took this, what did she know of yoga, Pilates, orthopedic exercise? I would do stuff in class that people are like, oh, you do that in PT. I'm like, yeah. Um, the ballet component, she was a ballerina, so she brought that in there. It's a lot of the postural pieces. Um, in its essence, it did have a sort of an original format. And have people morphed it along the way? Sure, definitely. Um, I think as we learn more, we get better, right? So that's a good thing. That is my problem. That was my phone. Do you hear that? I'm a bad, bad guest. No phones in class. It's okay. Like, Jeez. Unbelievable. Um, that's what we, I know we say that to the studio, but people need to have their phones for emergencies, and I get it. We need people where they are in any way, shape, or form. That's it. Um, so let's see. When we teach at Motivate, well, first of all, let me back up from an owner standpoint. I want to hire really good people. Sure. And then let them do them. Because why do I want to go in and kind of micromanage it? We're not a franchise, so we're not going to, you know, be the kind of studio where you're going to show up and feel the same kind of program with the same music, with the same kind of verbal instructions. Like I've got Robin, who's Pilates based and a former ballerina. You're going to feel that in her class. I've got a, a doctor in physical therapy. <laughs> and she's a hot ticket. That's Nick's wife she's talking about. Uh-huh. Yeah. Her name's Alicia. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell her all the time, I'm like, I can learn from you. You're higher up on the food chain than I am. So yeah, and there's everyone's so different and interesting. And she's a French speaker. So you even listen to her voice and you feel like you're being swept away to Paris. She speaks French? She No, Anne. Anne. Oh, I was like, are we still talking about Alicia? Alicia does not speak French. Damn. No, 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 no. That's something I didn't know about Alicia. Right? Yeah. So they've got, they've got tons. Of, and Kenzie. Kenzie. Yep. yep, that's right. She teaches with us. There's a whole bunch. we got a whole bunch of phenomenal, phenomenal women. For sure. And, and I feel like that is a very, very unique and cool piece about Motivate is that the, the community and the culture you guys have created and the variety so each instructor as far as from what i hear and even what i've seen i've taken you know a handful of classes there each instructor kind of has their own individual following but then they kind of get blended together so a certain type of person will will be inclined to go to the instructor that they kind of best you know associate with and then they'll they'll go to other classes and vice versa and then they get exposed to this this kind of wide range of movement principles, you know, like you mentioned, the postural piece, all that kind of stuff. So everyone gets that good variety, but at the end of the day, they all have that community feel. And that's 
truly what keeps people coming back and, and coming through the doors, which is awesome. I love that part. That's actually one of my favorite parts, especially now. I mean, in response to what we just went through, I don't want to say it out loud. To me, it's like bad word now. Yeah. Um, I, it's, I mean, it's part, okay, to go into the overarching principles of being a healthy person. We are designed to connect. We're designed to look into each other's eyes. Yep. Um, we're designed to be in each other's energy space. I mean, and just, we're designed to hug. Absolutely. Yep. My, my eldest, too, again, the one going off to college, we give each other 20 second hugs. And it's not like, oh, okay, I gotta be here for 20 seconds. He knows that there is stress that moves. He willingly hugs me. He knows he's not getting away from it. No. <laughs> he, he leans in. Oh. You go, Christian. 80 20. I get it. He leans. So, yeah. And it's like a 20 second hug of like, moving stress out of your body. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so as much as I love the virtual offerings, so yeah, we actually, I didn't say that before, but yeah, we do virtual, we do on demand, so you can do it on your own time. Sure. Again, to make sure we can meet people where they are. And if it's at 3 a.m. that they can work out. I have a former client who's now in England, so she takes classes. Oh, no way. That's cool. On nice. demand. Like That's that. awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the community part is awesome. It's For sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, your culture over there is pretty amazing. And I know that, you know, just the energy in there. I, I've been in there. I haven't taken a class. I um, can't even imagine. Um, I, I, that's why I asked what bar was all about because I don't even know. One day. One day. <laughs> we'll get him in there. I would not be able to keep a straight face. Oh, man. Just put me in the back where nobody can see me. And don't put me next to the mirrors because I don't want to feel bad about myself. <laughs> it's, when, when people... People who are used to picking up big things and putting them, <laughs> that's, a, it's a very different modality. Totally. Oh, it's a struggle. Oh, There's I wouldn't no be able to hold it, myself yeah. in some of those positions. I already know it. Well, we just have a lot of mass, man. You got to hold up a lot of mass. So it doesn't. <laughs> that's why yoga is so hard for me. I'm fighting against myself the whole time. It's hard. Oh, it Those is. downward dogs, like holding that. I know. Yeah, your shoulders are Totally. Like, uh-huh. Yep. I'm like, man, that the burn is real for sure. What do you do to balance your exercise? Oh, my exercise? To balance my exercise? Yeah, like a restorative practice. Nick, what do I do to balance my exercise? patients' exercises that are, <laughs> that, that are different from his routine. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I've done that before, so I can't say I've never done it, but it's not part of my daily routine because I don't need it at this point in time. He so. actually did um cardio consistently for about a month at the beginning of this year that's true we were on our way to a huge huge change with him yep what happened? not not in order to lose we weren't trying to lose mass or anything we were just trying to make his heart a little healthier right and um not that he doesn't have a healthy heart but just you know optimize how he could be healthier I'm and sure. um <laughs> he he stuck with it for a solid month and what happened? i don't know i don't know what did happen um, why did you stop did you start losing weight and you got all nervous no uh, well, no. So part of me was thinking, man, I can't lose any more muscle mass. This is going to kill me. Did you take a tape measure of your bicep? No, I didn't. Check in? I, I, you know what? I've Not recently. I, I have done it in the past, but I only did it because I was part of this little contest that I was doing last year. Remember that thing? Yeah, I do. Um, I do. But uh, you know what? I Honestly, I just don't enjoy cardio. That's really the honest to God truth. Don't you lean into the things that make you uncomfortable so you can grow, Chad? You know what? That's really... Yeah. So we had this saying a little while ago. It was... Uh, what was that saying, Nick? It was... You got to be... Gotta you got to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Yep. And um, I did that for a little while and just kept on feeling uncomfortable about it. So... <laughs> Never got comfortable. In in, um, in Chad's defense, he he's a very, very busy man. So when he, he has a short amount of time to work out, he's going to do what he enjoys, which makes sense. You know? And that's absolutely something that's better than doing nothing right i get it um but we'll get him back we'll get him back but i should i should throw more cardio and more mindfulness exercise into my life for mm -hmm. sure i need that do you meditate no but i should okay 
you know what it is? Like, I can't sit there for five, 10 minutes and think of nothing. Okay. It's hard for me to shut my brain off. <laughs> Don't think of nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can we go off? Well, the, okay. We did that Wim Hof thing and that actually wasn't bad, but I still had a hard time with it. Go off on the tangent. Yeah. Hit me. Okay. So there's a, um, I don't know where I heard this. I think another a functional nutritionist, having said this, it's the secret sauce. It meditation. And I resisted. I mean, let's go back to the beginning of our conversation. Yeah. Ants in the pants resisted until the research. I was like, all right, I am, I am now an idiot if I continue to push back on this. And I love these little analogies. And this one applies to you more than anybody. <laughs> Meditation is your brain going to the gym. I like that. That's you a good one. So like you curl into your bicep, you expect to see change. Yes. Well, you can expect to see change if you do brain scans on brains that have been meditating regularly you will see the areas of your brain that are all that you know are all represent the good stuff the compassion the empathy the focus they get bigger and those areas light up and the areas that are for like anxiety and depression and you know all the things that we try to remove they all those they kind of dim and so they do brain scans on this stuff and they see over eight weeks time like big change and then you're just like so think about how much you want to get done it's almost like a little shot of adrenaline into those areas, you know, figuratively speaking, that are going to help you get what you want to get done. You'll be more effective. You'll probably work smarter instead of harder. For sure. You'll be happier and more patient. That I could use. So what, what's the trick then? Okay, I guess. So, so how do so, I yeah, find t- my way? Yeah. How okay, do I find so my I'm way? training um, on a program like, like you guys constantly doing something, training on something. I'm not training to become an instructor at meditation. No, but do I train my clients to meditate yes and the one that i'm um working on so she's she has us up doing it twice a day now 10 minutes each um so that's a lot for me i mean sit down for a few minutes in the beginning was a lot i liked guided meditations in the beginning because it i felt like I, I almost considered like like training wheels i needed to hear someone's voice tell me what to think or breathe or you know tense this area up and release that. I just needed something to kind of make myself sit there long enough. And then when I was ready, the training wheels came off and now I'm mantra based. So I first will start with some mindfulness breath to kind of be present and kind of, I'm not meditating yet per se. So think of mindfulness as just kind of being here now, feeling where you're feeling. Um, and then the mindful, the meditation is kind of like you're digging into, I almost consider like cleaning, you know, you have so much crap in your basement and you got to like, you know, once in a while you go in there and clean it out. That's like the stress of your body that you're kind of moving out. Um, and you don't have to be, you don't have to call upon the stress. So I'm going to now deal with that, you know, that crap kid in sixth grade who was always mean to me and deal with that stress. And no, it's just kind of all this stuff kind of moves out. The manifestation stuff, if you ever know that, it's more, more future based, but the ma- the meditation part, but once I take maybe like a minute, two minutes of like box breath, you know, for the, your listeners who don't know that, it's like the inhale for four, the hold, the breath for four, the exhale for four, the hold for four. I like that one where I do like a two X, inhale two, exhale four for a few moments, kind of just settle in. And then the meditation begins. And mine's mantra based right now. Chad, you're like this one. <laughs> my next tattoo Nuh-uh. is my mantra. Yes, I love it. Are you going to get that on the other arm okay, or what? So I'm having a hard time with that right now. I'm thinking maybe just because since this one's vertical, kind of going up, I'm thinking this one horizontal. Okay. So yeah, I'm like into words. You're into pictures. I'm, I'm into everything. Just put it all on there. 
Do your listeners know what your arms look like? So I've got three tattoos. Well, there are three main tattoos, but it takes up my whole arm. And they're all my daughters. I've got a clock for each one of them. Actually, the twins share a clock because they share everything. That's just how it is. I'm a twin. I know how it is. So they share a clock. So it's their date that they were born and their time they were born. And then they've got their birth flowers that surround the rest of it. So, And then I've got two doves on the top. One's my wife and one's me. And it's like shining on all the clocks. I love it. Yep. That goes up to his left shoulder, and then guess what's on his it's left? It's on my left pec. I'm on his left pec. Yep. And his eyes always like looking up at me. It's, it's kind of creepy. It's, it's creepy at first, actually. But it's, it's going to be a matter of time. Your, your romance is real. <laughs> I almost feel awkward sitting here in Bro. between you. Like I'm breaking something up. <laughs> Nick that's was on vacation. We, that's why we gave you Chad C. Yeah, Nick, Nick was on vacation last week, and I felt like I had lost my long-lost brother. I was like, dude, uh-huh. it's, little it's so quiet in here. Oh my gosh, too yep. funny. Yep. Uh, but meditation. Okay, ready? So then I go into the mantra one. So I'm just breathing. And my goal is, yes, nothingness, but it doesn't work that way. So I, I compare it to like the puppy you're trying to train on the piddle pad. Like just there it is, but then it runs off. No, no harm, no foul. Don't yell at it. Don't get mad at it. Just gently lift it and bring it back. That's that bringing it back. That's where the mantra comes in. It kind of anchors it for me. And I go back into that, just in my head, I'm not saying it out loud. And then the puppy runs off again. I bring it back. No matter how many times, the only, the only way you fail is just because you didn't bring it back. You let the puppy run away. So is the puppy a, uh, a symbol for something? A thought, an anxiety, a, something, okay. a to-do item on your to-do list. I got you. Just wherever your brain's going. Okay. Um, I do put something in my ears. I've yet to kind of be able to go off but not, I need something. I've got like water running with bird sounds and mild music, no words, yeah. just something to kind of help me out to not be distracted by something I'm hearing. Sure. Yeah. But I, yeah, it's about 10 minutes in the morning. I'm still working on the 10 minutes in the afternoon. I don't, I don't have that anchored into my behaviors right now. I, I anchor the stuff in the morning easily because my mornings are relatively the same yeah. afternoons. It's all, that's raw. And you've, found significant changes in your productivity throughout the day mm-hmm. is I, and i think there's room still for improvement i just sure. i feel like that's where the whole self-love thing comes in i find that you're just the respect level you have for yourself just improves markedly with all of these types of behaviors and meditation is one of them and maybe it's happening on the inside like literally physically something in my brain is changing or maybe it's just because i'm spending more time giving back to myself with these practices and it's great for modeling i mean i've got a three boys and one of them's got some pretty lofty goals that will require a lot of i say he needs a master meditation if he wants to you know for sure go where he wants to go yeah yeah so yeah and there's no limit to the mind the the mind is 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 essentially limitless right like it strength cardiovascular fitness all that kind of stuff it's gonna hit a ceiling at some point mm. where's the ceiling for our mind for our mindfulness we don't, we don't know there might not even be one right so you could keep getting better at meditation not unless you get that pill from that movie <laughs> yeah exactly that's yeah yeah right right <laughs> it all up that's what i want that pill is meditation that out I, let that me know. pill is meditation I'll, I'll take the that, pill doesn't he you're gonna become some evil superhero <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna tell any of you i'm taking it either um so I, he'll, he'll be smarter than me. He already is smarter than me. If he takes that thing, I'm fucked. <laughs> I was waiting for someone to say that that's the first bad word. <laughs> that's me. It's always chat. Yeah. I'm, 
I still haven't. I don't think I've sworn on this yet. No, you said baloney. I said baloney and I said freaking last time. Yeah. But I don't know if I'll swear. I've been because... swearing less because my mom gets mad at me. Yeah, well, I that's, try not to. that's what's in the back of my mind, though. If my mom listens, I don't want to swear. My husband, he met me. When he met me, I had a truck driver mouth. I was working in a well, restaurant. Well, you're from Jersey. Well, there it is. That's what it is. And I was working in restaurants when I was working in grad, when I was in grad school. Oh, my gosh. It's awful, the yeah. language. It's so He literally was like, what is going on? I'm like, all right, I'll work on it. I'll work on it. I slip back in every so often. <laughs> it's saucy. I like a little saucy. I, I you got it. Be a little saucy. You have to. Right? Um, one quick thing on the meditation. So I would say the best piece of advice that I ever got about meditation was, and I, I meditate pretty much every morning. Sometimes I waver on the weekends a little bit, but Monday through Friday, 20 minutes in the morning. I don't do an afternoon session, just in the morning. Mm -hmm. And the best piece of advice that helped me stick to it was let your mind drift, let it go and try to come back. But if it's going elsewhere, there's a reason for that. Really? So let it drift. Yeah. And what and, do you do if it's all the way, like you're completely far away from well, the quiet? Uh, uh, that's still a form of meditation, right? It's just not the meditation that we typically think of. But, and, and if you need, if any listeners need advice on kind of where to start to, a, a good technique is actually using what's called a heart imprint. So have a few um, incidents in your life that you were blissfully filled with joy, right? So maybe wedding day, birth of your children, those, th those types of, of days as memories, and they will elicit a happiness response. So if you are having trouble meditating or sitting down, focusing on your breath, whatever, whatever you, however you've been taught to meditate, sit down, lay down, get in a comfortable position and think of these heart imprints, these, these times in your life that made you super happy because they have been shown to have these similar responses within your physiology as that same day. So if you just think of them you know, you can get a decrease in your your blood pressure. You can get it. All these positive things we get from meditation, you can get it by just thinking about that that event. So that can be a good strategy to tap into if you're you're having trouble winding down and getting into that meditative state. Mm -hmm. Think of one of those incidents or those events, and have just have them kind of ready to go. Have three, four, five in the back of your head at any time you're ready to meditate. But don't fight the mind drifting. Um, because I think that's what deters a lot of people. They try it and they're like, yeah, my mind just drifts. I can't do it. Forget it. I'm never going to do it. And they go through the cycle of trying, you know, mind drifts. So they, they're like, oh, I can't do this, but let it drift. And over time, you probably will get better at it not drifting because your body knows, oh, I'm meditating now. Okay. It's time to lock in, you know, but up till that point, you can't fight it. You got to move with it, I think. So. Huh? That's a that's a good good uh, strategy for you, Chad. I like it. It's gonna work better you know, for you. I think the one time that I actually tried that, uh, my wife dragged me to float in Portsmouth. It's a float tank, and um, it was a full hour. And after the first twenty minutes, I was done. <laughs> it's like, I can be doing so much more with my I day felt right now. Slimy from Epsom salts. It was just ugh. Well, that's kind of sounds you know, nice though. It was like they had. I mean, the lights were in there. It was nice. The was music was playing. Like, was it, it was like... warm water. Okay, I'm into it that. was good. Um, but it was just. Mm, I don't know. Not think, at all like a Wim Hof. You know, no, actually, the Wim Hof was the closest probably thing I felt to meditation for sure. I mean, that was wild. It's and just cool, right? I actually almost passed out during that when he did the shrug thing at the end. Uh huh. So you, uh, hold on, you didn't do the first one. No, I did the second one because it was 80 degrees outside. Uh -huh. The first one we did, Nick and I kept looking at each other like, 
we're in this like trippy weird like i felt like we we're doing like some kind of drug together it was, yeah, it was weird. psychedelic for sure I, I definitely felt that i mean i know that you know the body's going through some changes as you're doing that but i mean there's definitely some sensations that you got going on there that's just not normal it's weird i mean i i need a you're better at keeping up on that i'm horrible and now errol moved to colorado he did he's our former navy seal wim hof instructor who's come twice too um, teach us and uh, I don't know if he's traveling back east so he can grab him again we had some great turnouts on that though you had some really good turnouts on those, cor- it on was those great, classes right? those are sweet it was really cool yeah, I would definitely do it again me too I'd, for sure yeah I'm bad at practicing like that all the time I hate the cold part like I really it's <laughs> my favorite part I know you know what and and this is the weird part about that. And Nick was like, dude, I'm telling you right now, it's not as bad as you think it is. You get in there and it's going to be like warmer than you think. And I'm like, dude, this guy's full of shit. So I got in there and I'm not even kidding. After I got in there, I literally felt like there was this little barrier of warmth around my body. And I was sitting in the same tank as my wife and she was freaking out. I'm like, why are you so cold right now? It's like so warm right here. You know, and Alicia was the same way. You know what I mean? She was getting all freaked yeah. out too, right? Yeah. yeah. She doesn't do cold well. No. It was cute. You guys pairing off with your wife. It was a bonding moment. Sweet. It's lovely. Um, the I actually wanted to test the whole theory of like going into the breath state and the mindful part of it and then going in the water, which we do all together. I came back later because my sister's house is where we hosted the second one. And I jumped back in the ice without prepping night and day. No way. It's like needles. It was horrifying the second time. It's like amazing if you just set the mind for it, how much easier it is. The whole prep for sure. Before we go off into something else, what you're talking about too, Nick, just last before about your meditation style, it seems a little bit like it overlays with them. Uh, what I do with like gratitude, you know, the idea of mindset mm-hmm. and the idea of like sometimes starting. Well, so in, it's funny. I love the fact that there's different meditation practices. And I would say anyone who was even remotely interested, try all these different kinds. There's so many different ways about going about it. And I don't, you're right. I don't know if there's one right, wrong way. The woman I'm training under, I'm doing it her way and it works. So I'm like, I'm in. Um, but the idea of like, if you need to clear your brain in a way that is going to prep you, for the you know meditation coming forward the um morning pages is like a technique where you just open a notebook and you mind dump on the pages and it's very free write and then maybe ending it with just a few gratitudes there's like neat research about like heart patients and their improvement just if they add gratitude to like a deliberate gratitude practice to their day i mean how cool is that heck of a lot cheaper than medication and all that kind of stuff i mean it's like wild well, the whole brain dump concept has been shown to be super effective for people who struggle with sleeping too, right before bed. So a lot of times your brain is just racing about certain things that you've been thinking about throughout the day or things you need to do the next day. And your brain won't let you forget about it because it's not anywhere concrete, like it's not on a piece of paper. So if you just write down everything that's on your mind, your brain can rest easy because now it knows that it'll be on that paper tomorrow. Versus if you're just thinking about it, it might forget it, you know, they might lose it in that short term memory bank. So just brain dumping, putting it all on paper right before bed, you know, can be a huge, huge thing adding to that, that pre bed routine, mm-hmm. pre sleep routine. Completely unrelated. Do your listeners know that you look at the microphone, which makes you cross-eyed as you? Yeah, I, I don't know why I do that. I think I want to make sure I'm not getting away from it. Um, but I don't think they know that because we really haven't done any videos he yet. He just wants to make sure that he's not too close where he's like trying to lick the uh I just want to make sure I'm at the appropriate distance, which is 
put your tongue out. Yeah, who's he at looking the at? tip of your oh, tongue. Look, what you Does he have a the picture microphone. on the other side of that thing that we don't know about? Yeah. I'm not seeing it. I got all my notes right there. You guys can't see them? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, you probably will. Did Peter Brady, when it's time to change, it's like you look at Peter Brady right now. Right, time well. to rearrange. I love it. You, next I'll, to young. Work, I'll work on that. Next to young. It's so funny that. that you said that because I have been noticing that, but I just I haven't really said anything. I just say Now it. that's all I'm going to be thinking about now every filter. time. I know. I love it. Yeah, my bad. <laughs> keep, keep doing it, Nick. Keep doing it. I'm going to keep doing it because... It's natural. It's, it's just I've, natural for I've you. I've been doing it for eight episodes now. So well, Nick, I can't see you. <laughs> There's two of you. <laughs> you do look a little crazy right now. So See, that's how you look, though. I know. That's what I'm saying. You look a little crazy, so I look a little crazy. That's all right. As long as what I'm saying makes sense. Oh, it does. It totally makes sense. I think sense. I'm going to just do this. <laughs> you should keep doing that. Keep asking me questions. <laughs> yes. Uh, what's the next question, Nick? <laughs> Sip your ice um, and I brought you. Yes, thank you. Um, hold on, let me look at my microphone to see what I'm going to ask you. Um, let's let's get away from the meditation thing. I think we we harped on that a little bit. Let's talk more about. You've mentioned the boys quite a bit. All all four boys that you take care of. Sorry, Brent. Love my nuggets. Um, well, I'm including Brent on this. Okay, I love all him four. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a good nugget. He is a good nugget. So you take care of four boys at home. Mm-hmm. Four men. And they take care of me as well. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. How do you, so it sounds like you, you, you know, are, are very effective in instilling these health um, changes, lifestyle changes with your clients. How do you, how do you instill this with, with the boys at home? Model, model, model. And if modeling fails, you're in charge of the money. So just don't buy the crap. <laughs> End of story. Anything else? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was quick. That was quick. All right, there you go. There you have it. Episode is over. Um, uh, no, we, we, Brent and I live um, a healthy lifestyle for sure. Like, um, I'm going to brag on my husband. 54, just turned six pack. He works hard. He does look great. He looks he great. Hard. Um, so, yeah. I, and it's just like a way of doing life. Um, when Brent's had not one but two shoulder surgeries as you are well aware um his second one he came back even more quickly hold on you were the pt only on the second one weren't you that was me no that was nick but i mean like the first one i might have touched him once or twice we we were yeah we were not involved with the first one well i mean even uh, that's why he came so back back so fast in the second one yeah it was me well there's a combo i'm I'm, like honestly we've (laughs) it's you We've also taken an uptick in nutrition and supplementation. Yeah. Um, sure. I mean, Dr. Mateos was even like, all right, you're kind of like twice as far along as you should be. He's even said, nothing bigger than a small Dunkin' Donuts coffee in that hand. Like he was nervous he was going to overdo it. Um, so, yeah. I mean, okay, so let's backpedal a little bit more. I was raised by a sugar Nazi. She read the book Sugar Blues, and I was born in 1971. Yes, I turn 50 next month. <laughs> Holy, I'm going to say it now. Holy shit. Damn, yes. Stella. So weird. So weird. It's just a number. It's just a number. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. But when they, I love, like, I, I was out last I mean, night. it's a big number. It's, it's a big number. But I like when people are, like, you go in line to, like, you know, you need to show your ID, and you have it out. And they're like, <laughs> I don't need it. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> Fucking ID me already. Seriously. I'm like, man, you understand? Like, you just, that's a flirt, right? 
right there. Give us your idea. I'm like, woo! <laughs> um, anyway, so, okay. So, yeah. So, she was really intense about sugar after she read this book. I think it was after my first ear infection as an infant. And again, I'm the oldest. So, she's like, okay, so how does this go? And my second ear infection, she's like, so we just keep getting ear infections and I just keep giving you this pink liquid stuff. And that's just how we do life. She's like, there's got to be a better way. So, off on her own, she's doing research and reading. And then, you know, she's hooked up with this chiropractor and chiropractors back then look like voodoo doctors. You know, people have no idea. And he was also doing like muscle testing, like, like, like what was that called? A, applied kinesiology. There it is. Um, and uh, next thing you know, you know, he's talking to her about, well, refined, processed, all, remove, remove, remove. And this is the onset of processed food diets like the early 70s is where it all just takes off if you kind of track you know metabolic disease and obesity everything's really on ramping 70s and 80s and so she was swimming big time upstream and we had no sugar in the house i mean like i joke but i'm actually not kidding if she caught me with cocaine i was in less trouble than if she caught me with sugar (laughs) right so yeah so i was raised that way but the how i changed things for myself as soon as I was like in junior high and I could go out of the house and you know be make my own choices I was like free basing you know as much sugar as I could between exiting the house and coming back in if I could tap a vein and put the sugar in I would have um and I was also suffering from like blood sugar drops that caused me to pass out so I was like oh this cause and effect okay I guess there is something to this um so I developed my own version, just like y'all do. You know, you develop your own maybe spirituality. You know, you've, you're born into, you know, a practice and you, you morph it to what you want to make yours. Same thing with nutrition. But having the kids really made me kind of tee it up a little more. Um, yeah. So we eat. I, I, In a nutshell, I try not to tell them this is good and that is bad. Rather, how does that make you feel? How does that make you feel? And what's the purposes of this food? Is it, Is it just for pure pleasure or is it? what's your goal to have a lot of energy to they all go to the gym all all four of my boys um you know they're actively looking to make themselves as healthy as they can be that's that's a big interest to them even like connecting things like oh that acne is kind of annoying let's see maybe oh what do you know when you eat less dairy (laughs) clears up shocking that's maybe that's that's not everybody but just happens to be them like the cause and effect yeah um yeah, so it's a lot of narration about, like, why I'm eating salad for breakfast. Yeah. They roll their eyes still at that one. Um, <laughs> removing the processed food stuff, you know. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So a little bit of a two-way street there kind of made them take ownership early on, and they've just turned it into their own thing. And it's, we, We're unpacking for camping right now, and that's historically when they can go off the rails. Um, and it's funny to watch them not want to go off the rails as much because they're recognizing, well, that just kind of, undid all that hard work I did, you know, at the gym or all, you know, all that supplementation that they buy from you all. (laughs) Hey, he had the best graduation gift. I'm just saying I showed up there. I had a whole box of protein, creatine. Oh my God. He was like in heaven. It was funny. Everyone's like, who is that guy? Like (laughs) you were like an outlier. A lot of people didn't know you. Really? At the party? That's true. Actually, I don't think I knew many people there. I knew a few people. That was it. What is going on? <laughs> it was funny. Yeah, that's yeah. okay. It's fun. It's good. It was a good yeah, time. Good time. Uh, let's talk supplements then. You mentioned okay. supplements a couple of times. Um, yeah. So, 
what um what supplements do you take currently what are you on? What are you doing? What do you, yeah, what do you tell the people? Yeah. I'm a guinea pig for my own like family and clients. I do usually start with me before and I do it for a while um, before I even like move it on to my family and talk about it with clients. And and as I even before I say anything like about anything, there's no one size fits all. And I recognize that that's true of food, you know, health habits in general, supplementation. But do I try to make sure um, so if, if meditation is the secret sauce that slips into all those nooks and crannies of my, you know, mind and spirit that I'm trying to work, you know, on to make its best, I feel like supplementation helps me out with, with the gaps in regards to the food. Um, currently, I'm testing out with Athletic Greens. Mm-hmm. Um, I've done another one before that that was like a, you know, the liquid kind of stuff that you shake up in the morning. Um, I've been hovering along with Bulletproof. Um, they have a line of supplements I've been taking for a while to kind of, but I usually try to phase one out before I phase one in. And that's a challenge sometimes because the timing is off. Like you've got a few left. I make sure there's a few T's I'm definitely crossing, like my vitamins A, D, and K, um, uh, krill oil for my omega 3 fatty acids, um, a curcumin just to keep, you know, inflammation at bay and joints health happy, um, zinc and copper. Magnesium. Hmm. I'm trying to go through like my jar thing. Um, um, I think the most important thing there is that you said it's there to fill in gaps. It's not. Mm-hmm. It's it not taking the place, yeah, of anything. It's just filling in the gaps, and I think that's important for the listener that the supplements aren't there for anything but other than that. Yeah, right. they're supplemental. <laughs> that's why I try not even talk about it until halfway through a six month coaching program because otherwise people like oh i can eat crap all day and just take supplements that's easy peasy now there's there's um oh ned is my my that's longevity (laughs) i'm gonna be like super like seriously my as 50 comes i'm like holy moly i want to be at my best so you know so if you want to look like Megan in your fifties, just take NAD. You'll be good. Oh, thanks, Nick. I'm just kidding. You got to do everything. Are you batting every- now? Are you batting your eyes over every- the microphone? Yeah, he's not even looking cross eyed anymore. Of course I am. You guys made fun of me. I got to make up for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, speaking of supplements, there was uh, one supplement that I've been taking recently. Well, actually, over the last six months, it's called N-acetylcysteine. Oh, and dude, don't let's get, get on this sensor. train. Don't get a They're going to take us off the air, but I'm going to do it. I don't care. I'm doing it. I don't care. So no, it's legal. It's just not, it's frowned upon because it's very safe, but it's frowned upon because it's been shown to be an effective treatment for symptoms of, you know, yeah, you know what? Oh, and you can't say it out loud because yeah, basically it was shown to be effective, but it's, there's no money to be made off it from the pharmaceutical companies so they have censored it it was actually removed from amazon amazon and the reason they even status quo i know the reason why i initially got that was because i got my labs done last year and my liver enzymes were just a tad bit high so he my doctor was like oh you should you know try to calm that down with you know eating more fish whatever you know which which i eat enough of anyways but um i ended up doing some research and we we were actually looking at it, it was it was kind of like i was on like the border of this fatty liver disease you know and n-acetylcysteine was one of those i wouldn't call it a treatment but it's definitely one of those supplements that helps to reduce the you know amount of so to get nerdy for a second n-acetylcysteine is basically the precursor to what's called glutathione which is the main detoxifier from the liver right okay so 
N-acetylcysteine will increase your stores of glutathione throughout the body. So now you can get all that, those toxins out. And I would argue that Chad's values would were probably at those levels because he does train so hard from a weightlifting perspective. So he has a lot of um, the, the cellular breakdown, the muscle fiber breakdown. He has a lot of those uh, com- components running through his bloodstream. So those are considered toxins. So the body's trying to flush that out. So his his levels were a little bit higher than the norm, but you know, fill in the gap, add to the N-acetylcysteine stores, glutathione increases, detox files a little faster. Yeah, you might have to peel. This is why I have him around because he's so smart. It happens. Um, <laughs> I'm in awe right now. I, I, I follow him around with like a tape recorder. I'm I like, know, seriously. Yeah, I'm just gonna look at the microphone the whole time, but that's fine. <laughs> um, that's so yeah. Uh, but the kicker, the kicker about that is I, I started taking that. And then like three months later, one of my patients um, works for this company called Excella. And they're a company that tests the metabolites in your blood to determine how well your gut bacteria is, you know, you know, functioning in your body, you know, and if certain metabolites are higher, it could indicate certain, whether it be anxiety, depression, um, you know, liver function, whatever, you know, and that test came out positive and they, they have uh, recommendations for supplements that they provide. Okay. I need this person. What, what, what? Oh, we could sell uh, you a kit. Yeah. We get the kits. And one of the supplements up there, N-acetylcysteine. I'm like, damn. That's what I'm That's can freaky. You, you can access this or is it hard to find it? No, you can find it. Oh, oh well. Oh, N-acetylcysteine? I bought a shit ton off eBay. Can you, can you still get it on eBay? You can't I get it on Amazon. Are you hoarding it? You're hoarding I, I've it. Got, I just bought like four bottles. So yeah, it's like the the Seinfeld episode. And then I'm gonna sell them for twice what they're worth next year. No, I'm just kidding. Do you I'm know the Seinfeld episode that I'm referring to? No. When people buy things and they hoard them when they're going like off the market, oh, I always yeah. refer to the sponge episode. <laughs> we have one here because Nick was like, "Yo, I think I could," but Nick's not very good at swallowing pills. So seriously, these, these... oh, do you gag? Guys, don't make fun of me. <laughs> He's like a little kid. I have a so, I have a really strong gag reflex. Okay, he goes, "Chad, can you can you bring in that N-acetylcysteine?" I'm like, "Yeah, sure, man. I got a couple left." And he goes, he opens up the bottle. He goes, "Oh my god, these pills are fucking huge." <laughs> So what I did with my little boy, and this is for everybody listening. I'm better now. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. When he's not better. Yes. Yeah. When you can't I'm, I'm definitely better than I used to. That's true. Pills, what you do is you take a dedicated coffee bean grinder and it's like your pills and you grind them up. And when you really have a hard time, I put them in chocolate ice cream so you can't see them. And you go, open up. <laughs> You gave him the chain. You can give him the train, or you can give him the airplane. Whatever he prefers. <laughs> and that's how I snuck them in for my kids because like they're like like dirt pills. They're yeah. like, and there was no capsule form. I couldn't open it and pour. You it could honestly just throw that thing in the the post workout shake that he drinks because it's like mud when it comes. He has to eat it with a spoon. Damn right, I do. That thing is good. Um, so I bring other things to the table. Okay, yeah, I don't I need totally to pills. Totally. All right. No, that's true. But I need the kit. So my nutrition is so on point. Who need, who needs pills? Okay, I need a kit, and it's going to tell me, it's going to, because I take all these things as baseline, but I need to know what's, and I haven't gone that direction yet. Yeah, it's it's pretty informative, actually. I mean, the, the big thing with me was diversifying my fibers, because I don't, well, I probably don't eat enough fiber, because I don't eat a ton of vegetables. I eat some, but yeah, I eat some. Like today, I have Brussels sprouts in my in my uh, ground right. beef Would you like to be peppers. held accountable? A little, a little thing I do with my coaching clients? Like, sure. So, Let's hear it. To pick a new vegetable per week, and I have a good app 
that helps you kind of guide you and push you in that direction. It's called yeah. a daily dozen. It's um, Dr. Gregor. Um, he's a, a vegetarian, so everything on there, you won't, you won't see meat show up on his. He wrote the book, How Not to Die. Sure. Um, and, you know, you pick one and your goal is to, you know, it's, the information's all about Google a recipe for it and be like, all right, this is the new one. I'm gonna. Imp-. That's what you do back to microbiome. That's how you populate the good stuff in there. You got to diversify totally. the hell out of it. Totally. So pick a new one each week. I know. I'm not very great with diversity. I'm like the type of person that just eats the same meal three times a day. And um, you make your meal plan with your little Tupperware oh, containers. Oh, that's me. Yeah. They're all laid out. Mm-hmm. They're in the fridge. They're okay. ready to go so for the week. So pick a vegetable. I know. Each I got to do it. that. I got to do that. And put a good drizzle of fat, good olive oil. Oh, fats I'm not afraid of. I'll put fat on everything. Yep. I love that Chipotle Lime Mayo by Primal Kitchen. Speaking of macros, so I actually just said that someone's talking about, you know, talk about my, my biggest boy, my husband. He's my, I said, like, I dated a lot of simple carbs before Brent. And I, I, married, <laughs> I, I married protein. <laughs> protein and fat. Nice. Mm-hmm. He's the rock on which my muscles oh, are built. Nice. I love it. I love it. Protein's the most important macro. Seriously. You don't yeah. even need the carbs technically. Nope. But we need the vegetables, so we shouldn't say yeah. that out loud. Yeah. 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 Mm. But vegetables have minimal carbs. Yeah. Net carbs-wise. Yeah. Sure. But yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm. Well, that was a good talk on nutrition. What? What's, um... What, 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 how did we get into that? Uh, the NCL know. system? Oh, oh supplements. yeah. Supplements. Yes. Yes. Is well, that everything on supplements, Megan? Um, For the most I know part? I'm forgetting something, but I feel like, I don't know. I think that's it. Oh, I'm about to start a new one. It's neuro, what do I call it? I was, re- I was reading on my own. Neurohacker um, or something Yeah, like yeah. So they're blends. So they're, they're almost like gold-based. And they're you've got your vitamins, minerals, your adaptogens and things of that nature. And um, it's all kind of synthesized for one particular goal. So the, I'll be taking one that's based on sleep. I'll be taking another one that's based on co- cognitive, you know, all those. That's the longevity. And the only reason I ever gotten to something like intermittent fasting and things for that nature is it's all not about weight loss and this such. It's all about... You know, making sure my brain's at its best. Um, I think there's another one for immunity. So there's a bundle I'll be getting, and it almost like the goal is to kind of like you won't need anything else um, when you're taking it. I still feel like magnesium is one of those things I should always be on top of in addition. But yeah, so um, I haven't taken it yet. I literally just ordered it today, so I'll check back with y'all. Yeah, keep us updated on that for sure. So in terms of in terms of motivate, I know you guys have been jamming over there in your new spot. Um, you've got, uh, metabolic conditioning classes. What other classes do you guys have over there right now? So strength and metabolic conditioning, that's wrapped into one. We've got bar, we do bar blend. So that's, that's like, (laughs) it's kind of like, um, I hate to treat clients like my children, but it's like when you are really pushing back on cardio, yes, that'd be a good one. Um, it's blend some cardio into a bar class. So it's like we're forcing the issue. Um, so you'll get some, yeah, some little. It's like that's like mixing the pill into the chocolate ice cream. Dude, that's it. That's what it is. Yes, yeah, you got to meet people. Or I could just are. take, I could just take Metcon and not have any cardio. Right. That would be cool too. So, but, so then we have also bar bar blend. We've got um, <laughs> yoga. Um, do you guys do spin too? No, we do have bikes and we build them bikes. into. Oh, circuits. okay, okay. So you got some people on the battle ropes or inertia bands, as we have. Yeah, yeah. Um, Inertia waves. Inertia waves, yeah. Um, And then you have some people like on the plyo boxes and some people on the bikes. So, and we have a cardio 45 class we just actually developed. It's, it's basically a take on our 30-minute hit class, but a little more of the like sustained aerobic um, activity. So it's true 45 minutes of cardio. And we move with people around in circuits to do that, um, which kind of 
makes it not boring. It's like, oh my gosh, class is over. Yeah, it goes by fast. Yeah. So do you have have any big things coming up? Any like things that you're about to add to motivate that's going to just bring you guys to this like next level or what? Now you're challenging me, Chad. I would love to hire a guy. Oh, yes. I would love if there's a man out there who teaches strength, Metcon, cardio, yoga. And likes likes cardio. <laughs> I would love, <laughs> love, 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 love to diversify. I'm out. <laughs> Not you don't have enough time. No, man. I don't. Could you imagine? I would do it. If I had enough time, I would definitely do that. Oh, I just don't. That'd be fun. That would be fun. That'd be really fun. Um, the group coaching is, um, I, I, in light of the recent stuff we've been through that I won't say out loud because I'm, I'm going to not use that word anymore. It's a bad word. The word that number says, yeah. Um, I've, uh, my coaching business has really taken off. Um, I think people are realizing that if you take some personal responsibility for your health, it, you know, people think a lot of times, it's, oh, it's the deck of cards I was dealt with genetics. And you're like, well, actually, you know, way more as, as due to, you know, our lifestyle behaviors, as you all know. Um, oh, we dove into that a little bit last episode. Yeah. 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 So it, there's things you can do. And it's not just like for the sake of staying healthy in a way that's about avoiding, you know, illness. It's also like, don't you want to feel really awesome in your skin and vibrant and energetic and get up in the morning? How about this? Wake up in the morning and be like, today's going to be a good day. Like that glass half full perspective that comes with health. It's not just like a decision. Like if you are, I don't know, it's like the hormones oozing all the, you know, you got your oxytocin, your endorphin. I just love all that stuff. And I want to help people feel that same way. And the coaching side of things have taken off that for that reason. So group coaching will help me see more people. I've considered almost hiring another coach to do what I do with, with other clients because, you know, my load will maxes out at a certain point. So So is that something that they can do with you online as well? Or is this all in person? No, we do it on Zoom. Yeah, I've got clients out of state. So Zoom, Zoom, there's been a few benefits to that bad word. Like the idea of developing all these programs that I can make so much more accessible because now we're all of a sudden like, it was there before, but we just didn't pay attention. At least I didn't. Um, I mean, my husband doesn't have to commute now. He took a new job that he otherwise probably would have never taken because he didn't want to deal with the, the sure. commute. And that's kind of a good thing. Um, I discovered I love stadiums, running stadiums. That was my way of getting out of my own head yep. um, during that time. Like, you know, it just made me feel like I had some power. And that's actually, that's the news. That's science. Dr. Andrew Huberman, did you watch and listen to him? Oh, that kid's wicked, wicked smart. Um, but yeah, so after doing it for um, all during the lockdown, um, I was realizing I was doing it in response to my anxiety about like, is my business going to close? Like I was like, I built this baby. You know, you said I have four boys. I mean, my, my studio is my other, my other child in a sense. Mm-hmm. And I was like, and it's just going to fall apart and I have no control over this. I'm like, there's nothing worse for me than not feeling like I have some influence on an outcome. Like I have faith in the process. Don't get me wrong. And if the outcome doesn't turn out the way I expected, I have faith that that was supposed to happen. My faith is actually a big part of my health too. And spirituality is a big part of, you know, you know, over uh, the, the blue zones that alone, if you read about them, you you recognize that that stuff's part of health and longevity. Um, But I kind of would 
at four, I remember one morning, four in the morning, I woke up with such a state of anxiety that I got up, strapped my shoes on, and I lived two blocks from the high school. Off I went, the sun was rising. Um, and I just would, I needed to feel my heart beating outside of my chest. It's called cardio, <laughs> Chad. Um, I don't know what that feels like. <laughs> and uh, Like my heart where it is. <laughs> it's almost like it offset the Close feeling. Close <laughs> Right. <laughs> you guys should just hug right now. It's, I, 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 I'm not a huge hugger. We, that's why we put a table. In, yeah, he's really not a huge hugger. Yeah, yeah. he doesn't. He doesn't yeah. like the whole uh, human. I tried it. It. See, I did see the stress in yeah. your face when I approached. I'm okay with like with hugging people that have already hugged, but for new hugs, it's just uh, it's different. You know, I don't know if that makes any sense. <laughs> Familiar hugs is, Familiar is different hugs. than new hugs. You don't know what to expect. You don't know what to feel. That's an easy way to get comfortable being uncomfortable. <laughs> Just start hugging people. I know it's kind of frowned upon with everything going on, but I mean, come on. So, so I went. I did this 40-week mentorship uh, two years ago, and the big thing that they told me is that everybody hugs out there. I had so much anxiety before I got out there. I swear to God. I was like, dude, we were practicing hugs in the clinic because I was like, I don't even know how to fucking do this. Are you kidding that me? That was bad. It's bad. I but I hug, totally hug you I hug right my now. kids. No, no. We're, we're good. I, well, you hugged me already. We're, we got that in. So we're okay with yeah, hugs. we're good. I, like, I'm I can, good with your hugs. I can see the stress. I can feel your hugs. You're you're a good I think hugger. I got good hugs. She does. Aww. She does. She does. Remember we talked about this with a patient with like, which way do I put my head? I don't know. Yeah, it, you know. I mean, that, that <laughs> you always got to go to the left. Always got to go to the left. That what if, what if somebody goes to the right? You don't know what to do. Yeah. So weird. I never do you know what I mean? I never thought yeah, about that. Everyone goes left. Yep. So considering that we do everything else to the right, that's really weird. Totally. But well, then some people you know, have one arm higher, one arm lower. Some people go arms even. Yep. What do you do? It's like, it's like a last minute decision. It's game time. You don't know what, to, you don't know which way you're going. And then there's the kissers who you think they're coming in oh, for the cheek, but then they go, then they square off. Yeah. You know? And then you're like, what in the world? Except Tom Brady kisses his parents square on the mouth. And I do appreciate that. Yeah. But when your kids are like that old, I don't know. My, my kids tell me, don't even. <laughs> they're like, <laughs> Yeah, they're like when I get to a certain, like my son won't let me. Yeah. My my top two, my my little one still does. Yeah, it's not yeah, little yeah. anymore. But um, oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. So. But hold on, there's a we're, we're there. going somewhere that I, I just completely went off in a different. Yeah, we were talking about the science of hugs. Oh no, Andrew Huberman. So if you if you're in that state of um, anxiety or fear, I think it's more about fear. Um, moving, propelling your body forwards. And, and not like in a passive way where you're in a car or something, like you, you are motoring yourself forward. The act of doing that puts, takes you out of that fear state and into courage. He's, Andrew Huberman studies like um, SEALs and um, yeah. you know, all the people, biohackers, the endurance athletes, people who can kind of tap into themselves and sure. kind of get the best out of themselves in situations that most humans can't. Sure. And that's what he was studying. So all of a sudden I'm like, no wonder I'm freaking doing these stadiums. Like, I was so I was actually so psyched that intuitively I did something that meant so much because I, I literally decided to move my studio and not close and keep going and go push into the next certification for nutrition all while doing stadiums. Like I'd literally do them. And while I'm like out of breath, I'm like manifesting my next step. So you know what? Now that you just ask that question, Chad, I think it's time for more stadiums. Yeah. I think that's where I can clear myself and kind of make the make the next plan. That's your thing. That's your thing. I'll do one round of stadiums. Oh my gosh, let's do stadiums together. <laughs> I think I think we need to lock this in. I think Chad needs to do stadiums. Dude. Can you commit right now? On I'll, put, commit. I'll commit. On video. Seriously? How many? How many are we doing? How big is the stadium? Um, I go up and down and back and forth, and then so 
Is it like a 10 minute thing, 15 minute Well, thing, you don't have to do that long. I would probably do maybe four cycles of it. So one, up and back is one. Okay. So maybe four, but I would, I would take, Brent swears that he takes every step and that changes. I guess I do every other step. I'll definitely be taking the least amount of steps as possible. So <laughs> let's put a time limit on it. Let's make him commit to, to 15, <laughs> That's what minutes. I 15 minutes. I, I do right. breaks, 15. I can do 15. And we do it, before, we do it in the morning before you get to, before you come here. What time oh, do you get wow. here? Uh, he gets here really early. Are you doing this tunic? Absolutely. I'm in. Yeah, we could do it So whenever. much more to Instagram, gentlemen. <laughs> so I'll do it whenever you want. Like whenever it's you want. Uh, 7 in the morning? Is that early enough? 6.30? We open at 7. 6. So we could do 6. We could do 6. You still need to get a shower here. I cannot believe you're on the shower uh, here. That's my, that's my biggest that's regret. Fail. We, you could take a Polish shower in this. That's what we've been doing. It works. Is You guys don't smell bad, so it's all right. Well, it's working. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yeah, I think I think we have pretty good hygiene for the most part. Nick, Nick sweats way more than I do. I sweat a lot, but I, I mean, I don't think I smell that. No, no, you don't. don't, but I, you don't I, smell. I clean off pretty well. I can't I believe how much you sweat. Poor Alicia. Dude, just wait until after this podcast and have him lift his arms. There, It's going to be covered. Oh, yeah, we went through this last time because I don't wear deodorant. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yes, we did talk about this. That's I right. wear no deodorant. We I wear that. nothing unless I, if I have to sing or debate... Then I will wear something. At least you shave your armpits. So that's good. Are we good? <laughs> you're good. good. Yeah. Looks, <laughs> looks fine. So you're not completely all natural. <laughs> but you're close. <laughs> well, I just, when I read about it, I'm like, I'm going to see what happens. And I just stopped using it. I'm like, I'm like, I don't smell that. I mean, I guess if you don't be as clean as possible, you can turn. Oh, totally. But I don't, the tacky part you have to get used to. Because if you're used to antiperspirant, that dry, dry feeling, it's going to change. But then. For sure. Just like anything. Give it time. That's it. That's it. Your body will accommodate. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Your body wants to be healthy if you give it half a chance. That's true. It knows what to do. It's so freaking smart. Yep. It's very smart. So, so, are, so are you too. <laughs> Nick is. I just ride his coattails. I just let him do the talking. Don't stare that's, at that's our phone to mock me. That's our... That's our MO. So Nick's like, he he does like all the the research-based stuff. And then I'm just like, yeah, so basically what Nick just said is 10 and I just complete fucking bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> or you don't really have arthritis. So <laughs> I break it down into layman's terms where Nick is just like, well, the research here says this and that says that. And I I'm just, like, I just gotta, I, love I just got to mention the research because then other, everyone will be I like, know. well, where's the research? You know, that's everyone's complaint. Even though research only gives you a part of the story, but everyone just wants wants to hear the research you still gotta test it on your you own self totally thousand percent thousand percent all right anything else going on at motivate that we should know about uh we're launching well back to that community part we'll yes. we'll launch like a social calendar so you can go from bar to bar mm. or go from core to coffee if it's in the morning i love alliteration as you know um so yeah so we'll do that so we can kind of and i'm hoping to get back into in regards to the community piece, uh, I love when we can give back to the community um, as a community. So we used to um, go to our neighbor's table and serve dinner. You sponsor the the night. You guys, you should do that. We're, we're, so we've got a open house coming up next month. And we're <laughs> one of the big things we're doing is we're getting a dunk tank. And you have to pay to dunk us. So all the patients can get their revenge back on us. For all those hateful times, uh-huh. that's going to be ice water too. Nick wants to make it cold water, but 
all of our donations are going to go to a local. Well, Chad's charity. will be cold water. Mine will be hot water because I don't like the heat. So <laughs> he'll, have, he'll have the ice water. I'll have the hot tub that I'm falling Next into. Be like, no, no, it's totally cool. And then the second time I look over, he'll be like dumping buckets of ice in there. You'll see. Too. He's going to totally. Yeah, we're going to get plenty of ice. That's yeah. awesome. Plenty of ice. Yep. Yeah. It's going to um, be fun. Yeah. So we'll go, yeah, I'll, I'm hoping to round all that stuff back out. I feel yeah, like we'll, we're in we'll limbo. do that with you guys. That would be we great. Could, we could do it together. That would be awesome. Let's do it. Oh, look at that you community look at that boom should, should we hold after, hands right now after after we do stadiums should we hold hands right you want, now you want okay let's let's hold hands nope hug. this is good this is good we're good come on connect it. okay we're connected we connect are literally a circle of love right? nobody can see it that's too it's bad more like a, it's more like a triangle <laughs> yeah you need to pull that definitely not a circle all right everybody look at your definitely microphone not a circle. I know, right? <laughs> and i'm going to give you the, the i love you squeezes uh, yeah <laughs> that's good I this like is why it. your kids don't want to kiss you anymore <laughs> they know I do that I still do, do, do. they know it they, do you know our, t- our tattoo is something we still say to each other every that's, night I, know, that's awesome. I remember the day you got that and you were freaked out you actually told us before we you were the told first people we were the yeah, first people you, came you told to. remember I don't think I told my husband yet nope you were like, I don't know what I'm going to tell him. I was like, well, I don't know. You're not going to be able to get and away with that for too long. fresh, right? Right out of the shop. Yeah, she came, yeah, right, she came right to us from I, the I tattoo place. I think I forget how, how connected we all are. I, I'll tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you. I felt I felt honored to know that she got a tattoo before her I husband. I forgot. I did. I ran <laughs> right in here on the way home. Yes, you did. <gasps> oh, gosh. Well, my next one. And then I'm, I I know you have your whole sleeve yeah, you know, we're, scheduled. We're, we'll keep going. I, I swore I wasn't going to get another one. I get I know. it. I Yep. Yeah. Oh, you just keep on. And, my, oh, and yeah. my eldest has his next, his first one picked out, but he's got to go off to Norwich. So I'm like, you're going to be rucking and in the water. Like, you cannot do it now. You need to get time to heal. That could be scary. So I think Thanksgiving. I'll, we'll schedule it for Thanksgiving. Right? You schedule it now. Right? That yeah. way you lock it in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's awesome. I enjoyed myself, gentlemen. I did too. We had a good, fun. We had a good podcast today. Yeah, we had some laughs. We made fun of each other. See, I told you nobody was safe. Well, you guys just made fun of me. Really. I got made fun of a little bit too. <laughs> the only buddy that was Megan safe was, was Megan. The only one who didn't get Go ahead. No, Go that's ahead. not Take true. That's Take not shots. true. We did. We took some shots. Yeah, I not, mean, not yeah. as deep. Not as deep. But um, okay. So, Megan, how can our listeners find out a little bit more about Motivate? Is is there a way that they can look you guys up? Yes, sir. They can go to motivatebar.com and bar spelled B-A-R-R-E for those who are not familiar with it. That's our website. And you can click into the upper left-hand corner for the menu. Our menu will also kind of give you a drop-down option for coaching if that's what you're interested in. Um, Our schedule is there. We are fully online and paperless. So um, you click in, you pick the class you want to take, and you process everything right there. And with that said, if people are kind of like timid and I get it, I have so many people calling me. It's it's more than ever where either they've let themselves go because they've just kind of, you know, been in the majority of people who have done so in the past year and a half or whatever. Like I've got, I've got clients who, you know, coming back from surgeries who are working through PT, you know, we want to meet you again where you are. So if it means meeting at the studio first, so I can give you a look-see just to become familiar with the space. If you want to talk, I can Zoom with you. I can phone with you anything you need just to get you to just do it in the words of nike um so yeah so reach out my 508-574-8095 that's like a jenny craig commercial yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> that's you like the voice when i do and that? for all of you that are social media bucks what's where can they find you on social media so motivate uh it's on facebook it's motivate bar and I believe in Motivate Bar Cardio Nutrition on Instagram, on the gram. On the gram. 
So check her out on the gram. You can see what they're all about. Um, so what's next? Next, we're talking about ice, right? Yes, we are. Yes, ice. yes. Ice. Everyone always asks us, should we ice this? We're going we're gonna to talk about that next. So stay tuned. You wait. Yep. We'll talk about ice. You're going to get iced next episode. This is what we do at the, at the end of every podcast. We always have a moral to a story. And sometimes I have the moral to the story before. This time I didn't know where it was going to go. So I picked it. I picked it out as we were doing it. So the moral of the story is, is I'm going to um, start practicing some meditation tips. So I think if anything I've gotten out of this, I probably have to uh, let my mind go. So for all of you listeners that are out there, let your mind go. Just don't forget to bring it back. Thank you for joining us in the rack this week. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. You can also find us online at proformptma.com or on social media at proformptma. And remember, if you train inside the rack, you better be thinking outside the rack.